How are your taste buds doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. That was the first time we've both started a yeah. podcast ever. We should have rock, paper, scissored. We should have. That's oh, all right. Well. What are you going to do? Yeah, we can start over. No, okay. no, no. We already started. Let's keep going. Well, welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. I'm Kevin. My name is Chad. And if athletic training is your world, <laughs> then we must be your equator. Uh, or the maybe equator? We're your, your I think we're, we're a pole. We are definitely like Maybe a the north star. star. Oh, we we like, guide. We, we guide. direct you. Yeah, we're the north star. <laughs> oh I, God, I'm I not hope gonna not. Lie, Kevin, I had that written down. I thought of that earlier this week. The I equator. To, I think every week I'm going to try some sort of dad joke. Like if AT <laughs> is your blank, then I then we are your blank. Mm. I'm going to just test it out. You are going to be very good at the dad jokes. I got. That's I think, about all I got. I think I think that's going to be one of one of the best things. You bring to the table as a parent. Well, thanks. You know, you got to have something. Happy birthday, belated. Thanks, Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Did you have a good birthday? I did. I, um, yeah, went golfing, hung out with friends. Um, yeah, ate some food. You know, it was like a normal day. Yeah. I did hear, I got a nice little, on the old Twitterverse, you put something out there and, uh, Jillian Hacker apparently has my same birthday. Yeah. So That's happy birthday, cool. Jillian. Congratulations. Hopefully yeah. you're not as old as me. And you're going to be so you, much better athletic feel, trainer than me. How do you feel about your number? Um, I'm all right. You're all right? Yeah, I think it's... The only weird part is like... um, I'm getting married next year. Mm-hmm. And... The wedding is the day after your The birthday. wedding is going to be the day after my birthday next year. It's going to be one heck of a weekend. It will. But I think that's what's more, like, real about it. You know, like, if I just turn 35, like, because I turned 35, I don't, I don't feel old or anything. But it's interesting that, like, Getting I'm taking married. a very big step in my life, as you know, mm-hmm. and I'm 35. So I do feel a little bit older from that standpoint. You don't look it. Ah, thanks, man. That's because I got a haircut. Yeah. First, got my first haircut since quarantine. I went, I kid you not, I probably, maybe the end of February, maybe like mid-February-ish. So almost four months. Yeah. Wow. That was the longest I've gone without a haircut. I'm I'm usually like a five-week guy. That's aggressive. And that was a long time. <laughs> I'm surprised that like I didn't have like long enough hair that I had to like put you in know, a ponytail. Speaking of haircut, yeah, scissors are involved. Ooh, scissors! See how I see what I did there. That's yeah. I see what you did. I see what you professional did. Professional podcasting mm-hmm. segue. Mm-hmm. Man, God, you must have like did a podcast class at some point. Yep, seventy of these <laughs> attempts to get to that one segue. Because <laughs> this is episode seventy-one. Thank you to my brother for being the only seventy-one I care about. Oh, that was that his number? That was his number. In high school? In college. College. In high school and college, I believe. Where do you play in college? Uh, small division three school here in, in the Sweet. state. Where? Platteville. Oh, he went all oh, Platteville. He always said, welcome to... Never mind, I probably should. <laughs> Partyville? No, welcome to Platteville, where the men are men and so are the women. Oh, He wasn't wow. impressed. Wow. That's very interesting. No offense to any no. Platteville female. Not at all. Or there, any other female. I'm just... Relaying the joke my brother said once. Let's just put it this way. Jason Henneberry is not a looker either. No, he's a... 
Oh, he's a good guy. He is a good guy. He was a good father. Great business, father. Good businessman. He's doing well. He's doing great. Uh, so let's talk about scissors. Sure, if you want to. Snip, snip. Yeah, so um, Brian Reagan. So Brian Reagan, this is, okay, so I think we talk about it all the time. If you ha- If this is the first episode you're listening to, do yourself a favor and go back and check out other episodes because we get into heated discussions about, you know, which cooler size would I F or marry or kill or what size Band-Aid or what type of Band-Aid I would actually have in my kit over something else. And I think that's the hard, you know, very like interesting conversations that we have here with Candid Athletic Training and all athletic trainers have them. And I got to thank you, Brian Reagan, for bringing up scissors. Yep. Last week we talked about our kits. Yeah. Kit porn. And yeah. we got a lot of social media uh, activity, candid underscore ATC on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook. Well, what I, it's. And we had people showing us their kits. Yeah. And then we had some candid conversation about what's the best scissors. Or what's the best way of doing things? And it's that's basically what we started this podcast for, is to talk shop. Yep. That's what you and I wanted to do, is take the little itty-bitty details of athletic training and make them big yeah. conversation pieces, because that's what we like to do. That's what we like to do. And I think across the board, for some reason, all of us lunatics that are athletic trainers like having these conversations about these small details and we make them really big scissors are it's that's a big one at least in my world i don't know i don't know what it's like over there in at uwm right now but there were specific scissors that i always used you've talked about it before on this on this podcast yeah. about how athletes would steal your scissors and yeah. that would set you off heck yeah well it was more just like one they, guy yeah he was the only one that got away with it um but the Super Pro 21s or whatever that that Brian posted, because he was trying to you know trying to figure out if there's a better scissors out there, those are my go-to for everything except for having on me or like in my like really because I always had scissors in a scissor holster on the back of my belt. Sure, those scissors are too big. And so the scissors I always used were these little, um, I think the company's called like Militex, and they're called Nurse Scissors. And they were just little, um, they had like a guard on the bottom part of the scissors. Um, mine were always blue. We, I mean, you could get blue, pink, black, I mean, anything you want. Um, but they were great, really quick. Always, They stayed sharp forever. Um, really good at cutting tape, really good at cutting like just random things. Like, you know, an athlete comes up to you and is like, you know, there's a string coming from my, you know, shirt and I'm distracted by it. Can you like cut it really quick? They were just really easy to like use, always sharp, always cut everything. Um, but yeah, those were my favorite scissors along with the super pro 21s or whatever, because those also are like the those things just stay sharp forever and that for me was always like the mark of like oh like 
I just love that I can rely on this scissor. Now there are more, there are some really sharp scissors out there that are really great, but there they was, cost like 200 bucks. There was a lot of social media love for their Yeah, raptor, for and the that, so that's, that's what I'm saying the is like also were, how amazing is it that like a, there was a bunch of social media love just to talk about scissors. And people jumped on. It was like, oh, God, no. Like, get Raptors. Get these. Get those. Like, it's so great. I had a Leatherman. Like, I don't know if mine was called the Raptor. I didn't like it. To me, like, I didn't. It was kind of clunky when I tried using it. Mm -hmm. I preferred just having just the scissors and not a whole Leatherman tool kit. Sure. I don't know what you do. What do you do? Do you even carry scissors? Or do you just use your teeth for everything? I um, I have scissors in my kit. I'm going to be 100% honest. I couldn't tell you a name. Well, sure. I, they look like the one that Brian posted, the black handle. Yeah. Those are the pros. They're called Pro 21s. Yeah, I, th- I think I used that one. Mm-hmm. I, I could not verify that. And if you asked me to wager on it, I don't know if I would. Um, I don't use scissors as much probably as others. I don't know why. I just haven't. I mean, occasionally, but not to the point where I feel like I need to have them on me, on my person. Yeah. At all times. It's interesting. Um, I think it's because I've just, the athletes be like, Hey, I need this. And I'll be like, all right, you know where it's at. Go grab it, put it back. I used my scissors probably at least once every day. Wow. For something. And I'm talking about even like opening a box or something. Sure. Um, but yeah, for sure. Used my scissors for something every day. You know, if I have to open a box, I just grab my keys out of my pocket. And I'm sure just, you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah. You're a little more simple than other humans. I'm super simple. That's. You really are. That's why I've gotten here. <laughs> that's why you've gotten so far in life i've gotten right yeah. to this interesting microphone anything else for the intro uh just a another shout out here for our top five surveys that we have out um we are looking for 100 surveys for each of the ones we have out we have four different surveys available one for athletic trainers one for athletic training students one for athletes and one for educators yeah, we're getting close. Our top five segment is a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we har- we've we been harping on it, but when we get these done, that's 40-some surveys that are done, and we won't have to do this for basically a whole year. And that's just that's 40-some surveys of some good rootin' tootin' fun. Yeah. That's what that is. You know, we have... We've had... Uh, yeah, every time we do these, I think we try and come up with more creative questions that yeah. uh, spark interesting conversation and so uh let's just get them done yeah so do us a favor check out our social media particularly twitter at candid underscore atc share 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 with all your other athletic trainers all your athletic training students do us a huge favor particularly if you are an athletic training student share that with the educators um even if they you can like send them the link via email or something like that just share it with them to get these done because we want we want all of these 
surveys to be as well-rounded as possible, and I think they'll be really fun. I'm really looking forward to the educators one. Mm-hmm. I do. I am too. Yeah. So. Well, how about this? We're gonna we're gonna go old school tonight. Yeah. We're gonna get back to some of our roots. Our if roots. If you listen to some of our first couple episodes, you can you can learn a lot about us. And yeah. we haven't done any comic book stuff in a while, so we're gonna go back to some comic book stuff. Yeah. At at one point, you might have thought that this podcast was actually a comic book podcast that talked about athletic training. Yeah instead of vice versa yeah um yeah we're getting back to our roots so hopefully you guys enjoy it yeah we got a fun show enjoy it yeah uh and let's go let's go start it off chad okay let's do um let's have some fun with our top five we were just talking about yeah kevin chad we pulled 100 athletic trainers and asked them, how big in square footage is your athletic training room? How big is it? Um, you know size matters. Size matters. How big in square feet is your athletic training room? All right. So, I don't know. We'll go 300, 1,000, 250. 117 that's for the closet mm. and then 1 million 1 million <laughs> <laughs> 1 million square feet holy a, cow could you imagine what would be, you do that'd with be a pretty big square feet that'd be a really 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 big athletic training room can you google how big 1 million square feet is yeah yeah i can i want to know if that's how many cities is that is that a county Oof. you think I don't know. It's tough to understand. Is that a state? How many zeros are in a million again? Six um, Yeah. How many did I get right? Um. Well, let's just do. Let's just give you the answers. So we had two ties. We had a tie for fourth and fifth place with five answers apiece for 300. I know you said that one. I did say you that. say 300. Uh-huh. Uh, and then five people said, not big enough. Not big enough. And there's okay. a joke in there. There is. <laughs> so I'll leave it alone. But I don't think that is what she said. No. She so, might have. She thought it, though. She did. She thought it. She told everybody else that. She just he, didn't he say or she you. thought it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. A tie for second place with six votes apiece for... 200 square feet. Okay. And 500 square feet. Okay. Did you say either of those? I said 250. You said 250. (laughs) How about this? Your first place answer with 23 votes. You ready for it? Yep. I don't know. People don't know how big their athletic training room is. One out of every four people we surveyed said, I have no idea. I have no idea. No concept of it. Well, it's not a hard concept to figure out because it's whatever the width times the length is. I mean, I'm just saying. I think just some people struggle with. I think people struggle. Like, so this is the only way I know, and that's because I I look at houses all the time. Yep. Like, I search houses all the time. So, I like, I have a good sense of, like, when somebody says, oh, it's an 1,800-square-foot house, like, oh, okay, 
Mm-hmm. Like I know what I know what kind of size house that's going to be. So how about this? All right. What do you think the smallest number that we received was? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say what Pat probably said. Nope, he didn't actually say anything. Nothing. No, nothing no. crazy out there. No. Um, I'm gonna say twenty-seven square feet. Wow, that would be incredibly small. Yeah. The smallest number we got was fifty. Okay. Which is which still is still incredibly small. Small. So five for reference, by ten. I looked. I I did. Okay, what'd you find on the million square feet? So, one football field. Oh, see, I got I got some of that. Yeah. So go ahead. One football field is 48,000 square feet without the end zones. So it's it would 300 be by 160. So it would 48, be 48,000? 48,000 square feet. So a million divided by 48,000 is how many? That's got to be 22. Oh. Yeah, 21, 22 football fields. So if any, also, Chad's pretty much an idiot savant when it comes down to like figuring out like quick division in his head. It's wild. Um, but yeah, about twenty-one football fields. Wow. So to put, to put that in perspective, so at least you know, like the size of one Amazon warehouse plant. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That would be one heck of an athletic training room. Yeah. So the, that would take um, you a while to get from one end to the other. The references I looked up: uh, a king size bed is forty-two square feet. Oh, that's a so good. That's 50, a good reference. So your fifty-foot, your fifty-square-foot athletic training room is basically the size of a bed, a king size bed. You know what? Those are your closets. The smallest athletic training room I've ever been in was Mobile, Alabama. I'm pretty sure. That's the that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, actually, Chattanooga might have threatened the size just because of the layout, but Mobile, Alabama. I would venture to say that my actual athletic training room where I could work. Mm-hmm. Because this one room was probably a hundred square feet, but half of it was taken up by the clubhouse manager. That's where he did the laundry. Mm-hmm. So there was a washer and dryer in there, yeah. full size washer and dryer yeah. in there, and there was also a table where he cut all the fruit and like got all like meal prep stuff done. Yeah, and then I had one table, and then my strength and conditioning coach was also in there, kind of sitting at like a like a basically a countertop i would venture to say that that was i i had less than 50 square feet of room to work i believe it i believe it 100 i probably had a king size bed to work with and that's it okay how about this what do you think the size in square footage of your average school bus is a school bus a school bus i don't know 40 it's probably 40 feet long by i don't know 10 to 12 feet wide something like that so 400 okay the average school bus is 245 yeah. to 300 square feet okay all right all okay. right okay maybe about, interior space you know yeah <laughs> what about your average three-car garage a three-car garage yep i'm gonna put that at i don't know thousand square feet six to 640 really so yeah for a, a three-car garage yeah each Single car is about 200 square feet, 10 by 20, 10 feet wide, 20 feet deep. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
The last one I got deep, was huh? uh, an NBA or NCAA court. Okay, that's a good one. Um, you got for square foot. I used to know the ex- exact dimensions, but it's um, crap. Isn't it like fifty something feet wide? And then I'm gonna say fifty by ninety, so it's forty five hundred. 4,700. Ooh, I was close. Yeah, you did good there. It's close. So as we talk about some of these dimensions. Like uh, the fourth dimension? The fourth dimensions. So 50 was the smallest answer we got. What do you think the largest athletic training room answer we received was? Well, I'm going to say, I don't know, 2,500. The largest we got was 10,000 square feet. Thousand, which is basically. So two, I wonder if that's actual. That's actually basketball courts. Like, do you think that there is an athletic training room out there that's ten thousand square feet? Yeah, I'm sure there is somewhere. I bet it's like multi-tiered and. Yeah. I mean, including like the hydro room, including like the little rehab room, because I'm thinking of like UW Milwaukee's athletic training room. If you included the hydro room, and you included the taping room, and you included the rehab room. Not including offices. Okay. We'll just take those out. I mean, that's probably a good... 2,000? Two? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's pretty big. I mean, it's and it's a Division One school with a lot of sports. And, I mean, but I could, I could imagine some of these big five, you know, Alabamas, Auburns. Mm-hmm. The football um, the football. I mean, programs. LSUs and... Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I'd imagine that they... Some of those have... Some pretty monster athletic training rooms if you include everything else. So I broke it down because there there were answers all over the place. Um, if if a number was given, I just put it into like by hundred. So sure. we had four people say less than a hundred. Yeah. We had seven people say between one and two hundred. Ten people said two to three hundred. Six people said between three hundred and four hundred. Yeah. Uh, four people said between four and 500. Uh, five at 600 was six people. And then it kind of diminished three, five. I guess five people said in the 700s. Five people said in the 800s. Yeah. One person said in the 900s. And then we did have a big jump. Anything over 1,000, uh, we had 17. So the, sure. we had some big ones in there too. I'm trying so to think. Said, my, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my... My athletic training room in Biloxi was big. If it if I just take the athletic training room and like the wet room because it was just it was in the athletic training room, um, God, I would I would say that it was. Uh, how wide would it have been? Thirty feet wide, probably a good. It was 60, 75, at least seventy five feet deep. And wow. make it eighty, I, at least I would say. So I had a you're really big 2, room. Twenty five hundred square feet. Like I had a really big room. Yeah. I yeah maybe. So what have we learned about that? About it? Just thinking about the different sizes, like it's incredible. Um, you know, I think for me, it's like, how much room do you really need to get stuff done in the athletic training room? Does the athletic training room need to be big? Or do you just need to have access right outside your athletic training room to something, right? Space. Yeah. And so I think 
we all need space, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in the athletic training room. I think a 500 square foot athletic training room is, should like really work well with a lot of people. The answer other is- than your huge football programs, your schools that have 150 yeah. athletes coming in at That's what I was two to say. three, between two and three. Yeah, it depends on the number of athletes for sure. Or even some high schools like that are in the South that are 5,000 kids. You know, I mean, they got a lot well, of athletes. Let me ask you this. Here's a question. Would you rather have a athletic training room, a big athletic training room with very little storage Mm-hmm. Or a smaller athletic training room with a lot of storage. Like, so you had a separate place where you could store uh, a lot. Which would you rather have? So if I don't have a lot of storage, can I use, can I put shelves in? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just saying, like, let's just say your rehab and treatment area is tiny, but there is a separate room where you can yeah. store whatever you want in there. Right. Oh, that actually is a good question. Yeah. I, I would rather have. Let's I'd rather have a pole. big. I'd rather have a big athletic training room and no storage. Big, you'd rather have a what? A big athletic training room and no storage. And the oh. reason is because that's what I had. I think I'm gonna say the other. I so I that's what I had in Biloxi. Like so I, obviously I had storage from the standpoint of like. I had like the plastic, you know, typical storeroom like shelves that I put all my tape and all my like extra supplies on. Um, but I didn't have any like, oh, that's not true. I mean, I had one countertop where my sink was and I did have cabinets, but for the size of the room, I did not have a lot of storage. Mm-hmm. And it was a little cluttered, which would bother a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I had so much room. I had so much room. Like, I could have, I had three tables. I had hot tub, cold tub. I had a plyo trainer in there. I had a um, a UBE in there. I had a, an elliptical in there. I had a pulley machine in there. I mean, I the list keeps going. And my trunks. I had, a, I mean, an ice machine right in the athletic training room. Like, and I still had ton of floor space for guys to do stuff um and so and i liked that because i liked also having two or three guys doing stuff in my room like their prep work or whatever that i could watch while i was working on somebody if i had a smaller room and then also had to like ah crap like i gotta go to the other room because i ran out of black power flex that would bother me instead of just also even like my athlete is grabbing power flex and I can say, look to your left. There it is. Like, um, yeah, I think I'd rather have it a big space. Yeah. Big space. Oh, I'm, I'm going to put this up on social media and I'm very excited to see what the the masses say and how they vote on this. Yeah. I think this is going to be a fun debate. Topic. Absolutely. Oh man, that was really that that turned into something fun. Uh, no, it okay. never does that. No, no, it never <laughs> it never works out that way. Let's do this. Let's uh let's FMK. Okay. And then we're gonna spend the rest of the time talking superheroes. Okay. 
So FMK, we're going to go back again. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. We're just going to pick a, a body part. Mm-hmm. We're How about the butt? The glutes. <laughs> the butts. In the butt, Bob. We're going to sculpt them with three different exercises. <laughs> Everybody like <that>. wants... <laughs> The last time we talked about butts on this program, I think, was J-Lo versus Shakira, right? Oh, true. That's probably That's very it. true. It's been a while. We gotta, we you got to get the glutes going, man. Got to get the glutes. So your, glute, exor- life. your glute exercises, we're going to FMK them. You can play along at home. We'd prefer you to play along at home or play along <laughs> on social media. Um, clamshell exercises. Sure. Bridges. Sure. And banded walks. We don't okay. care if you're doing land, lateral or forward, backwards. Just put a band around your ankles or knees, whichever you prefer. I think there's a right answer. Actually, there's definitely a right answer. Put it around your toes. There's a rehab hack. There you go, baby. Um, toes. And then uh, F1, marry one, kill one. Yeah. Do you have any... <sighs> I'll go. You want to go? Sure, why not? All right. Who cares? Um, (laughs) Who cares? Okay, so I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to kill the clamshell. Okay. Um, I don't like it. I don't like... I've talked about this before. There There is a world that needs it from the standpoint of like really, really early stages of maybe a rehab... You haven't used any of your, I don't know, like ass muscles for a long time because you've been stuck in a boot or whatever. I don't know. Your ass is stuck in a boot, you said. You're stuck in a boot. You got a boot. Maybe you got a boot stuck up it. Um, There's a place for it. But in reality, I, I hope it's just to reteach your body how to like make that motion and then let's move on to the some other stuff because there is i don't i don't know any moment of my life that i've laid on my side and i've just had to do a clamshell in order to be functional have you to be functional no yeah to be to look like a model maybe maybe and like pose for a picture yes but no so i'm gonna kill the clamshell all right it's, yeah, get it out of my life. Um, then I'm going to, I'm gonna f the hip bridge. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the glute bridge, hip bridge. I'm gonna f it. Sometimes you do it wrong, mm. and it feels so right, mm. but you're still doing it wrong, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I think. How do you cue that one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, higher, lower, deeper. Um, I think that's not it at all. Oh, it's like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, do less, pop up. <laughs> no, no, do less. No, 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 do less. Do no, more. No, no. Do, now you're not doing anything. <laughs> that's not it at all. That's all right. We'll just figure it out when we get out there. <laughs> oh my God, what a great scene. Um, so many people do glued bridges wrong. So many athletic trainers allow their athletes to do glute bridges wrong because it's just like it's this simple exercise that you think every time that you go into hip extension, it's at like you're you're going with your your hips, you're going with your glutes, but 
Most people just arch their backs. Most people just go way too far with it. Most people don't understand how to activate your core while you're doing it. And so sometimes it pisses me off. But then sometimes when you do it right, you get those hips in the right position and you can like also then lower nice back down to the ground and it's a nice real good recovery position for somebody in back pain because now all of a sudden you're stretching out that like posterior chain you're getting the pelvis and a little posterior tilt oh and it's real nice get in there nice and deep like but not always every once in a while it's scary and bad um then yeah i'm gonna marry banded walks because you know it's not necessarily the most functional thing in the entire world because you don't always have resistance around your feet or ankles while you're walking. But at the same time, at least I'm moving. I'm, I'm, I'm going through space with trying to activate my glutes. And your glutes are amazing at something very specific. And they're really amazing at moving you through space. And we don't use them enough. So if we can add some resistance and get those babies strong, I want to do it every day. And that's what, you know. Marriages? Marriages. Doing it's it every, every day? day? No, not doing it, but just <laughs> it's there every day. Okay. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is doing it every day. You don't know. <laughs> oh, no comments. <laughs> All right. Kids. I'm thinking about these three, and I'm torn. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um. I'm going to agree with you and kill the clamshell. I, uh, you know, I, we, I was messing around with them a couple of weeks ago during quarantine just cause I was bored. I think it was part of our like at home zoom workouts that our gym was doing. Sure. And I actually felt pretty good doing them. Like I could feel the activation, but it just wasn't enough to like, I was like, Oh yeah, I'll do these every day. Like you said, yeah. there's there's just such a limited capacity for when you would actually use them. Correct. So I'll kill them. Um, I'm gonna switch the other two though. I'm gonna I'm gonna f with the banded walks. I actually really dislike a lot of banded walks. Um, I feel like most people do them wrong. I feel like people take all the tension out of the band way too easily. Sure. Uh, I think rehab hack real quick here. Stretch the band out. You know, get some tension on the band. That's your starting spot. Now take your steps and then go back to that tension. As yeah. soon as you... Most I don't people want no, I don't want no slack in it. What's that? We don't want no slack in that Yeah, in that no slack. Band. So I and I feel like most people do it wrong. I feel um, it can be a little uncomfortable <laughs> if done wrong. You really want that uh, band on your hairy knees and right below your mm, knees, just uh, ripping, ripping hairs hair out. out. Yeah, <laughs> it's better than a it's better than a a clamshell, but it's still it, if you do it wrong, it's a little uncomfortable. You know what's funny is like the so anytime I ever do them. And if I put them around, if I put the banner on my ankles and I don't have like, say like tights on or like, or long socks or something, um, you know, like your, your hair mm-hmm. curls up. Yeah. Right. And it gets in little knots and yep. 
you know, not everybody understands this because some people don't have as hairy as legs I do, but what's really annoying is like even like two days later, it's still like all of a sudden it catches like on your jeans yeah. or something. You're like, what the heck? Oh, I did banded walks yeah. like four days ago and I'm still paying the price. Yeah. Jerks. I agree. Stupid uh, Ryan. And to be honest, I actually think you should just do them around uh, your feet to, to get a little extra rotation. I think as soon as you put them above the ankle, above the knee, you just lose a lot of the glute activation itself. So that's that's one of the things I actually really like about bands is like playing around with, different, with the different spots. Yeah. Like so, what everybody is taught, which is why in I school, huh? Which yeah. is why I might have to like play playing around with the play different around spots. With it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody's taught in school to like. So you lower the resistance. So meaning from go above knee to at knee to below the knee to calves to the ankles to create a different fulcrum, right? And mm-hmm. like, it should be easier if it's above your knee, obviously. But what's interesting is once you then get it onto the feet, it totally changes it. Mm-hmm. It changes how you activate versus mm-hmm. how much you're activating. Yeah. And I think I will even do feet and then also like above my knee okay. or at my knee. like, And it's nuts because then it also activates your feet a lot. And maybe just like... Feet. Maybe you got a fetish for foots. I do not have a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Even though I am an athletic trainer and they don't bother me. <laughs> Lastly, and if you are one of those people, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, I really, really, really love bridges, so I'll marry them. Like I, one of my favorite exercises. Just love bridges. Um, single leg, double leg, whatever. I will agree that um, done not properly it they kind of lose some of the steam yeah but i guess in my mind i'm doing them perfect all the time yeah you are uh or at least my athlete is you're a perfect you're a perfect marriage person yeah 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 totally yep totally what i do like about the exercise the most is one you can change the emphasis emphasis the emphasis of the slobble um you can change it by you know the distance of the foot from the glute if you want more glute bring your heels closer to yourself if mm-hmm. you want more hamstrings get them farther away mm-hmm. i really like that i also like doing single leg to add a little rotational component in there mm-hmm. to the core i think that's a really beneficial thing that you're not going to get with the either either of the other two mm-hmm. how do you and, feel about like hip thrusts like I'm, heavy I'm hip thrusts you for I'm, them i'm, I'm okay. fine with them some people are not for them. Some yeah. people do not no, like them. I think I think if done correctly, I'm fine with them. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm, I'm going to stay with um, Bridges as my marriage. You also, one of your rehab hacks was if you're going to do a bridge. Do it on a slippery surface. Do it on a slippery surface. Yeah. Because. Game changer. Game changer. Rehab hack. Boom. Yeah, and I think now what I – glutes, right? I think we've talked about this before, and it was even like one of the first things that me and you ever like laughed about when we talked about 
doing a podcast was that if you put glute in front of anything, like people like pay attention. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really interesting to talk about three basic glute exercises and honestly, like some that we just, we wish we would never do again or like, no, we would marry them. Like if, because I will agree with you in that if we all took the time to make glute bridges done right and like effective and like and our athletes understood that you have to do it this way otherwise you're really not doing much you're just literally thrusting the air and you're there's some value there (laughs) sure what yeah some solo thrusts will just get you real far in in life it's like the person Um, that does push-ups and they're just their hips are going up and down yeah well and that's that's the thing right is it do it right specificity do it right right i mean like holy cow and how not only do it right but like how can we make it the right challenge for our athlete you could probably take a whole workout out of just glute bridges and just change the surface change the the angle change where they're like really focusing their attention on where they're like bracing um I mean, it can be a core exercise. It can be, you know, what does it feel like to do it with bands, like around your around your knees, around your calf or ankles, whatever, around your feet. I don't know. Like, it is a very versatile uh, exercise. But do it friggin' right. Have to. Have to. Stop being lazy about it. Stop it. Coach the heck out of them. Oh, my God. If it, You know what? During this or end of quarantine, and then now it's summer, so a lot of you athletic trainers are off. You know what? When you go back to school, when you go back to actually treating people, you make it a point that you don't let people do things wrong. Make sure that they're doing their exercise the right way because I guarantee you're going to see better results, and I guarantee that's really going to help you in your career. And people are going to love you. They're going to be like, you know what? You're the athletic trainer that always got me through injuries the right way. You are the athletic trainer that helped me more than anybody else. And that's what we all want to be. Don't be the friggin' lazy athletic trainer. Stop it. Stop it. Amen. Okay. Yeah, cool. Superheroes? Let's do some superheroes. (laughs) We're going to slide right on over to our fictional athletic trainer. Yeah, slide on over. (laughs) I was laying in bed last night thinking about this topic. Yeah. As I do, thinking about this podcast, like, oh, what are we going to do for a fictional athletic trainer this week? And I'm like, oh, we haven't done any superheroes in a long while. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, who can we do? And I was like thinking about the Avengers and this, that, and the other. And then Hawkeye came to mind. And I was like... Clint. You know what? I think I can make a case for Hawkeye being the best athletic trainer of all. Whoa, 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 what? So I really wanted to do Hawkeye. Okay. I wanted to talk about Hawkeye, and then we're like, oh, let's do another Avenger. And so we're going to do the guy with the biceps. <laughs> Thor. The guy with the biceps. Because we haven't done it. We've done We've done Thor on Jeremy's show. Yes, so that was another th- we've we've talked about this. Thor is probably one of the most popular superheroes of all time now. 
Yeah. Because of the Chris movies. Chris Hemsworth crushed that. He crushed it. He had the And look. I think they were really good movies. Okay. I mean, uh, let's... No. The first two were okay. So the first one was good. The second one was dog shit. The third one was shit, amazing. But it wasn't great. Yeah. The third one was amazing. And then when he was on the all of the event like the you know multiple the, person mm-hmm. the event the actual avengers movies mm-hmm. the ones that he were in were all really good except for the very last one yeah they ruined that character that sucked huh that was the that lie. was my biggest gripe with endgame yes was what they did fat thor sucks and i think that was hashtag my, fat thor sucks i think that was my only gripe i had several but really? that was my biggest one yeah oh see i, I didn't not i didn't I, I mean, that was like my only gripe. No, nah. could I? Could some things have been a little more interesting and a little like? I I think I shouldn't say I had a ton of them. I had a I had like two to four sure. gripes. But, but that was a Fat big Thor. One. Fat Thor. It he could have just been depressed. Like you know, he went off on his own and doesn't care anymore. Thor. I didn't think Thor could get fat. He's a god. Well, how about when he like got psyched up again and like the lightning came and struck him? Yeah, and, and he was all of a sudden his like fat. his little beard got braided. Yeah, why couldn't he have just like the lightning just melted the fat away? Yeah, come on. And I love that like and then like you it's know because Chris Hemsworth his suit like went back onto him or whatever and like but you could still tell that he's really fat. Yeah, like it was just really that was I and I want to know. I kind of want to know how that conversation happened in a room of people writing this movie, then producing it or directing it and producing it. Like everybody in the room was like, "Yeah, Fat Thor. Like this, <laughs> let's just go with it, man. Well, let's go with I it." I mean, I I know often like these guys that end up doing these roles like Wolverine and Thor and. Dead, like you know, when you have to be super, super strict on your diet all the time, it ah. gets to be a lot. But you're getting paid no. millions of dollars no. to look like that. No, I, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like with CGI nowadays, mm-hmm. like he could have been just an everyday Joe. That he like normally when you see him in other movies, he's still kind of jacked, but mm-hmm. he's not like he's not Thor jacked. Yeah, they know how to make you look amazing. Mm-hmm. Like. Trust me, the people in 300 weren't all that jacked. Mm. That's a lot of makeup. That's a lot of CGI. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so Thor. Well, <clears throat> and he was the comic relief character for a lot of the movies. Like He was kind of the... The sneaky the, comic relief. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like, oh, Loki, he's adopted. You know, and you know, whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyways. He had a let's talk, wonderful let's just stay, sense let's just of humor. Let's just stay on Thor. Tell, no. tell me why Thor would make a good athletic trainer. Well, wonderful sense of humor. Yes. Like, I think has these good moments of being get hit, like some one-liners, some some even moments of being funny where you're like, did he really just say that? Mm-hmm. Like that? He just, he did. Mm-hmm. He just said that. Um, he's very confident about his skills. Yes. Until he got fat. But before that. I want to also, as anybody else, did he ever get fat in the comic books? I hope not. No, I don't know if he did. No? Um, He's also, I mean, so he's extremely confident about what he can do, right? Mm -hmm. 
he has no problem being like, no, I'm the strongest Avenger, right? Strongest Avenger. Strongest Avenger. <laughs> um, point break. And so I think, I think that is a really underestimated quality of really good athletic trainers. Confidence. Is that the confidence. The confidence in knowing that you are diagnosing the right way, you're treating the right way, that you can help people. Um, what do you got? What do you got, Thor? Well, he can control lightning. Oh. So he can bring it. With mirror Yeah. So he could bring it. And not. Or he can also redirect it. So to be honest, like, if you know where you can, if you can pinpoint the lightning, don't you think you could just keep playing and be like, no, don't worry about it. We're going to have it hit, hit right <laughs> here. So just stay away from it. My- yeah. It's going to stay over the water over there. Trust me. trust me it's not gonna be on the playing surface at all and if it does it's just gonna hit me directly and i'm thor and it doesn't matter flight is always cool um flight being able to fly he needs the hammer to fly okay right um pretty sure he needs the hammer to fly yeah he can like propel himself up with it how about using it as a stabilizer the hammer hammer yeah, it'll stabilize a lot of things because it won't move. Yep. Unless he moves it. Yeah. <laughs> or, spoiler alert. <laughs> How about, um, re- he'd be very, very good at rehab uh, with being able to use the hammer, being able to use the axe. There's some yeah. functional rehab exercises built into some of those toys that he has. Like he's going to swing it at you and you got to duck and get out of your way. Or you have to try and swing it. Like if you swing it, <laughs> like you're doing some wood chops and some... And you're you're also you know worthy of, you know ruling Asgard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you should be. <laughs> That's a good. It would be awesome. Uh, what's the axe? What's the axe name? Oh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Right? Oh gosh. So he um he is, also I think he's pretty perceptive. Yeah. Like he can Especially see. Especially when some... he's got two eyes. Well, yeah. When he had one eye, the fake eye probably. You know, his balance probably really increased when he covered one yeah. eye. You know, it's like all of a sudden he's got to really be good at everything. But how about periffs? Periffs were down. Motivational speaking, he's got he's got a little bit of it. Yeah, he would, and then he would definitely be the athletic trainer that would show up the athlete in a rehab exercise and be like. Well, are you going to do it better or not? Yeah. All right? Yeah, he's going to be a perfectionist. Absolutely. So. Okay. Let's Anything let's else on. about him? Nah. I eh, maybe it. we'll figure out some other stuff. Yeah. I want to make this case for Hawkeye, though. Okay. I, I, I can't wait to hear it. So, Hawkeye is... Oh. Hawkeye is the athletic trainer through and through. Yeah. There. Okay. He's the most underappreciated person part of the team. Yes. Like when you think of the Avengers, he's probably last. For sure of the original Avengers. For, yes. Of the he's original. The one you think of last. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. But think about what he can do. All right. Eyesight. Mm-hmm. He's got exquisite eyesight. He can see injuries exquisite. from from far away. Mm-hmm. He can actually, I believe, see the future. I've I've read that he actually, his eyesight's so good that he can see things happening before they actually happen, if that's a real thing. I read that somewhere. Interesting. Um, so it's almost like he can 
pred- uh, whatever. I, I see what you're saying. Um, but vision would be very, very important. Vision is a you very... You could be standing three football fields over, mm-hmm. or maybe you're at soccer, sure. at the soccer field, and there's another sport going on. You got football practice over there, and you can s- still see what's going on. Even more than the actual like ability to see, right? You need to be able to see, but it's really you need to you need to be able to like perceive everything. Yep. You need to be able to see a lot of things at once, and he's definitely good at that. Okay, hand-eye coordination, pulling huh. arrows out at the rate he does, like his ability to get out of the quiver to the bow and release his hand-eye coordination and his functional movement. His yep. whippiness. Yep. His whippiness. His whippiness of his <laughs> arms and shoulders and stuff. I think what? he's going to make a really good taper. Oh. I can see the oh. hands flying around feet and stuff. No, and it would be perfect every time. Yeah. Like, yeah, Thor's not taping an ankle very well, by the way. I don't know. I'm not sure. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, there's not much finesse with Thor. <laughs> so, you want gadgets? Oh. His quiver his arrows are basically his athletic training kit correct you need one that's got a little elect like an electrode or electricity to it he's got that yeah you need something that maybe has heat to it he's probably got that you need something with a little cold to it he's probably mm-hmm. got that um he's got stuff with timers he's got whatever you need that's he's got all sorts of gadgets that's you know what i mean i mean he could have one of them could be like an aed yeah like, I or mean, some just, sort of like pulsed, um, yeah. uh, pulsed muscle stimulator. Sure, I think, I think the the arrows and like the ability to have that be your kit is a real game changer. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but he's so it's just more mobile. And but even like he's so accurate with it, right? Yep. So. If somebody, <laughs> I don't, know, somebody needs something that's far away, I, even if it's something stupid, like you know, an athlete's trying to tape themselves, like, and they need you to cut the tape because they're like, ah, I don't know how to rip it. Like, he can just like quick, like whoosh, shoot an arrow at it and boom, hold it, hold that right up. Yeah, boom, love it. And then let's let's think about. Well, the, he's got agility and hand-to-hand combat and stuff like yeah. that, so it's not like he can't move about. He's also pretty funny. Pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. But personality is going to be... Uh, I feel like he's got the most perspective. Yes. He's got a little work-life balance at some point. He does. Finally. Mm-hmm. Um, even his biggest drawback, his biggest drawback was in the first movie. He got okay. mind controlled. Yes. And then he stopped being able to get mind controlled. Yeah. So when um, Scarlet Witch came around later, she mm-hmm. tried to mind control him. He's, he's like, oh, been there, done that. So he learned from his mistakes. He does. So Diz he does. maybe he missed something and he learned from it. That's a great skill to have it's as an athlete trainer. very great skill. Very great skill. Like you said, he's got a little um, funniness to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a family. He, so he's an older athletic trainer who's like starting to realize, uh, you know what? I don't need to work the 70 hour work week this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll let the, the rest of the guys do it. Yeah. He is 
very comfortable being the behind the scenes, like not in the, he's the underappreciated one. And that's what an athletic trainer is. It's very accurate. It's very accurate. So Hmm. that's my case for Hawkeye. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of something else to give him more credit. I I mean, he was kind of like the glue guy. Well, and that's like the leader. So that's like, where my head kept going. Iron Man and Captain America were kind of always battling each other Correct. for, oh, like whose team yeah. is it? But, and then in Ultron, you're like, well, it's kind of Hawkeye's holding everything together. Exactly. And even his wife, spoiler alert, um, says, you know, like they need you. Like, because they're like, she basically just says, like, you know, they're practically all like gods, they need you. And then lastly, in in uh, Endgame, he's like willing to sacrifice himself. Sure. Like for somebody else. And I think that's kind of to a certain extent what we all do is we mm-hmm. give up our weekends, our hours, our whatever for yep. our athletes. Yep. So uh, there's a comparison there somewhere. I think you are on to something. And poor Thor, you know. Strong candidate for an athletic trainer, mm-hmm. but going up against Hawkeye, I don't know. I think you're right. I think he is really the very underappreciated Avenger. Yeah, I, I, he's just as a, we are a real person. Avengers. We I'm an be. Avenger. Are you an Avenger? I'm totally an Avenger. I'm an Avenger in training. I'm kind of <laughs> like like Ant Man, you know, where he's yeah. like fringe. <laughs> <laughs> so. Love it. Um, and I'm like Spider-Man. I'm just a dumb kid. Um, yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Let's do some more. Yeah, more superhero <laughs> stuff. Okay, fun. Yep. So. Superheroes. Superheroes. Superpowers. Powers. We're going to do a draft. Yeah. We haven't done a draft in a while. We did a Mount Rushmore not too long ago, but we didn't do an actual draft. Nope. And we were going to do comic. We did a comic book artifact. Yes. Like if you could have Doctor Strange's things or, you know. His cloak. Yes. You know, Aquaman's trident, um, you know, whatever. I mean, Batman's money. I guess that would be a <laughs> great one. So we're now we're just going to do their actual superpowers. Powers, like mm-hmm. if you could, I would build yourself up somehow mm-hmm. to be able to perform your job better. How would you do it? Mm-hmm. Using the abilities from any. It doesn't have to be just Marvel. It could be DC. It could be anything. Sure. Um, I think, if I remember correctly. I went first the last time, so I think that means you are going to. You're, you're. I go first. You're scrambling and writing things down. I'm winging this one. I'm not scrambling. I'm just writing. You're doing. You're doing good though. I'm just. I'm just thinking of at, as things come to me. You know. Okay. Well, like you're I, way ahead of me on this one. Oh come on. So my first, with my first pick, I'm taking invisibility. <laughs> you are. Yep. And it is purely from the standpoint of, I just every once in a while you don't want to be seen. Right, I think one the athletic trainer sometimes needs to not be seen. I think there is a truth behind the idea of um, if the athletic trainer is like at the front all the time and like everybody 
like all the athletes see that athletic trainer all the time, they're going to probably get utilized a little too much. I think there is a merit in the athletic trainer, like just being in the corner of the dugout, right? I'm here if you need me. Observing. I'm yeah. I'm just observing. Like in reality, I'm I'm supposed to be invisible on the bench, right? But I'm supposed to be invisible in the dugout. But mostly the break from the athletes. And then <laughs> number one reason is like all of a sudden athletes walk in the athletic training room. See ya. I'm invisible. Yep. Or maybe the athletic director. I don't know. It could be that person too. I want to be invisible every once in a while. I want to be Jessica Elba too. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Um, something different. Okay. Yeah. So then I get, <laughs> I get my first round pick here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go pretty vanilla here. Vanilla. Okay. I'm going to go speed. I'm going to go flash right. type speed or quicksilver speed, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I want to be able to move as fast as possible. Okay. Um, because I want to get things done really quickly. I I know you do, especially your notes. Yeah. Yeah, I think the best part of the job is like that moment where you like get to exhale because you just finished a flurry of activity. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, good. Let me breathe for a second. I think you can do more of that if you have speed. More time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my second pick, mm-hmm. I think the one that's going to be most useful. Yep. Is going to be telepathy. Yep. I want to be Charles Xavier Charles or Gene Gray or whatever. I want to be able to read minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that's strong. telepathy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to go speed. And then now I don't really have to spend time doing evals or asking history questions because mm-hmm. I can just do mm-hmm. it. So. I think my one of my favorite parts of say if you were Charles Xavier and you were an athletic trainer is this idea every once in a while you know when you struggle to explain how or like the mechanics behind mm-hmm. how somebody should be doing something like mm-hmm. a rehab exercise you can force it in there yeah you can yeah. Be like and you look at them and then you're like mm, and they're like oh I get it now yep and then vice versa too like somebody's trying to describe pain Charles easily can like then enter like what their brain is trying to interpret and say, okay, this is how I would have interpreted it. It what you're trying to say is, ouch. Um, okay, so you got speed. So let me. I guess let me just ask. Oh god. I guess I'm gonna have to go more Jean Grey because she didn't actually need the helmet like Charles Xavier did. She could just do it. Well, he only needs the he his he the helmet stuff it? is just to find people. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah, 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 or yeah, find yeah. mutants and other okay. people. He do, he doesn't need it All at right. other times. The only the only thing you don't want to be Jean Grey is eventually she kind of goes nuts and she wants to blow up the entire world. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. Maybe just practice. Just yeah. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Right. Um. So. I want to go, non Marvel, non DC. And I'm going to go, well, I guess it could be uh, Marvel, but Elasticity. Oh, you're So, like, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Right? Fantastic. Or, but my where my head really went was... Flubber? Incredible. No, Mrs. Oh, Mr. Incredible. Incredible. So, just like, so Elastigirl. 
I think it'd be really awesome because the functionality of one, you can be standing in one spot in a room and somebody asks you for something and you could just, you know, reach out and be like, okay, here you go. Or if somebody's doing something stupid across the room, you could correct them while you're still doing a treatment on the person like that's 40 feet away, right? Okay. And you could, you know, nope, I want you to be pushing right here. Or you could like slap them in the face because they're doing something stupid, right? <laughs> or you could flick them in the forehead because they're not paying attention to what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. I like that. So elasticity, specifically Elastigirl. Um, my next one is just flight. Mm. I want flight. I really, really want flight. All just right. because I think it would be cool. Transport? And it's really transport. But then the other side of it is I don't know anybody that flies slow. I guess there probably are people that fly slow. I'm not thinking of any like superheroes that do it. But because I'm not just levitating, I want to be able to fly. And so I'm thinking about instead of having to run to center field or run to the other side of the court or run to the end zone, like. I fly there, man. And nobody's going to get in my way either. Up, oop, over, and boom. I like that. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ready? Yep. My turn? Yeah, your turn. Um, I'm I'm going as vanilla as vanilla can be, but I think they're useful. Mm. I'm going to go with x-ray vision. Okay. I just want to, I don't want to guess. So, I like it. Uh, I and think it's not going to be, you're not going to be able to use it all the time. No. Nope. But no. when you need it, it's uh, you got it. Yeah. So that's really good. It's just one. gonna save me a step. It's a good one. Maybe save the athlete a few dollars. Mm-hmm. Save the organization a few dollars. Maybe. You're I, gonna you're gonna be way more expensive, so you're probably not gonna save that much more. Um, but I'm worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm worth it. Um, let's see. I my last pick. Oh boy, I Your am last pick. Where am I at here? Where is my head at? I need something. Speed. Yeah, I got speed, telepathy, and telepathy, X-ray. I feel pretty good. X-ray. Um. I think you need. I mean, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help yeah. you. I'm not gonna help you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. My brain's tapped out here. Uh, who? I want to be funny. Is there a funny superhero? Deadpool. Like, dead. I was thinking Deadpool, but like, it is not really gonna come into. Uh, guy heals himself. Um, oh, that that was that's a good one. Like for the opposite, if you could give that power. Mm. Yeah, that is a good one. Mm. Where you can like suck the like. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna let you have that one. <laughs> you you came up with that one. <laughs> that is a great one. Like where you like just put your hands on somebody and you heal them. Mm. Oh yeah. That would, I remember I'd, that being in uh, the show Heroes. Oh, oh really? that's it. That's it. I want to be able to manipulate time. Time, time manipulation. Mm. Which I kind of already can with the speed. I can go so fast that it really slows it down, so it's a little redundant. Yeah. But maybe I can rewind it. I'm going to go time manipulation. Thing is, though, like when Flash does that, most of the time he screws everything was, up. Have you ever seen the show Heroes? No, I've never seen it. I have not. That is where I, I I was thinking of the the actual one of the characters. His name is Hero. Yeah, he's an Asian man. Mm-hmm. He could manipulate time, and he was like one of the best characters on the show. That's fantastic. I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful one. Yeah. So mine would be so. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it's really called. But like, uh, so Rogue, right? In X Men. Yeah. So she can. She can pull somebody else's like rejuvenation power kind of from them, oh, right? Yeah. But at the same time, she can also pull like, um, if somebody has a sickness, right? Mm-hmm. She can gently like kind of pull that from them, in order to help them heal, mm-hmm. right? So if um, Wolverine, you know, is he gets shot a bunch of times, like she can help pull the, I guess, I don't know, death at his door mm-hmm. from him. Not Basically, she makes him pretty weak in the process or somebody else kind of weak in the process, but better than having a disease or better than having a broken bone or better than having, you know, some like, I don't know, dehydration or something i don't know what it'd be called but i'm gonna, I'm gonna say re, i'm gonna call it rejuvenation rejuvenation it's so like you a clinic. end up with invisibility elasticity flight and rejuvenation yeah sounds pretty amazing you know what else can do that the force oh yeah star wars star wars it's kind of a superhero i mean yeah the jedi <laughs> <laughs> I could be Yoda for a day. Would you would you consider Jedi's superheroes? That's a great question. Uh yes, I would. Okay. Yeah. We'll put that up on a poll. I think one are Jedi's considered I'm gonna put a poll up considered superheroes. Yeah. I that might that might create quite the debate. Yeah, yeah. They're just are they characters? You know, they're you know what's gonna be. But you, should, you know what's gonna be great is when on Twitter Mark Hamill and Robert Downey Jr. are arguing on our Twitter. Yeah. Of if Jedi's are superheroes, that's gonna be so cool when they're well, doing that. I think we just have to go to one person. <laughs> I think they both need to be in on this. No, I think I think you can get a straight answer out of Sam Jackson, who was a Jedi <laughs> and a Marvel Avenger. There you go. Uh, if we can get Ooh. Sam Jackson on this, Sam, listen. I know. I already. I know you're listening. I know listen, you're busy, motherfucker. <laughs> listen, seriously, motherfucker. Um, I know you're busy, but just do us a favor and let us know because you're the only one that's been a Jedi and a superhero. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Well, I mean, there might be superhero. somebody else. He was involved. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a didn't super- have any abilities other than he could page someone. Yeah, he's really good at paging. <laughs> he's really he's really good at just being, I don't know, angry at Flurfins people. Flurfins or whatever cats ate his eyes. Was it a oh, flurfin? Right. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Well, anyways, that's your draft for today. Not bad. We'll um we'll put those up. We'll see what you like. Uh, if you have some uh, abilities of your own that you would like. That would help you with your day to day. Let us know. Um, otherwise, let's let's go let's close to bed. it up. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, really, really important. Let's share those top five questionnaires. Head over to our social media platforms candid underscore atc 
and please, please share it with everybody. Again, there are athletic trainer ones, there's athletic training students, there are athletes, and then also the athletic training educators. Uh, please share, please share, please share. Candid underscore ATC. Um, website, candidathletictraining.com. Mm-hmm. And then Candid Athletic Training on YouTube as well. So, yeah. All right. I'll tell you what, I had a lot of fun tonight. We yeah. went back to some of our original concepts of the show. It was fun. Um, also, the number one thing you can do to help us out is hit subscribe and let people know we're out there. Mm-hmm. We spent all week in the chartable oh. um, on the top charts we are this is the first time we've been seven days in a row in, in the that top awesome. charts without without uh, falling out and that has everything to do with everybody else and not that's all not you not us yeah so thank um, you we've had a really great couple of weeks of some momentum of downloads and listens so let's keep it up share the share the podcast with all your friends and some of your non-friends, I guess, you know? Like yeah, if we, can, we can... Give them an hour to be nice to them or something. So much, so much athletic training out there that needs to be shared. Absolutely. Cheapest way to get on the podcast is... Write us a review. Write a review. All right. And, I don't know, we'll talk to everybody later. Everybody have a great week. Okay, bye-bye.